You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome everybody to the 9to5 Entertainment System, episode 111. We talk about everything good and enjoyable. John, like what? Trashing the League. Then we talk about UFC 199 and 200. Brock Nesner, lol. Then we talk about Yard Dogs, maybe. And then we talk about Powers on Yahoo TV, Preacher on AMC. Then we talk about the movie Ex Machina. We talk about the movie Stand By Me. We talk about TV shows, Silicon Valley. And we talk about Johnny Depp and his alleged abuse in his divorce from Amber Heard. Uh, we talk about Paranormal Activity Ghost Dimensions, the sixth Paranormal Activity movie. There's so many of them. Ooh. All that and more. Nine to five, everybody. I can assure you that Hulk Hogan looks like a duck. <laughs> He's he mostly not. yellow and orange. Are, are ducks made of leather? I don't yeah. know. Like think like orangey skin, red beak, yellow everything else. Bandanas. Bandanas. Yeah. As as little little like 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 tufts of like baby duck hair on his face. <laughs> as baby duck hair. <laughs> as much as ducks look like Hulk Hogan, neither of them look like chickens. Eh. But a chicken costume is very often like yellow. It's stupid, but it's really, it is. it's yellow. It is. It's but like lot. no, but like a chick, not a chicken, but like a, a baby chick. chick. Like a baby chicken. Does have that yellow? I guess, but no one dresses as a baby chick. Yeah, they do. Sure, when they're putting on those stupid yellow fur costumes, and also Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's just like grape juice. How it doesn't actually taste like grapes. So, <clears throat> speaking of Hulk Hogan in combat sports, are we? This is not even wrestling. Oh my! This God. is real, legit, fucking like they drop bombshells on okay. UFC. Two o two. Well, two, that, that, that's a smaller bombshell. Was it, was it the guy getting fired for reporting the news? No. That was a big fucking story. That, that happened, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, watching UFC 199, which just passed this week. Okay. Uh, Bespin versus Rockhold, I want to say. Yeah. And then, because uh, it was supposed to be Wybin Rockhold, and then Bespin? 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 I can't even pronounce the name. A guy who's like a fucking career jobber uh-huh. in the middleweight class. Like, he's had, like, 27 UFC fights with a mostly winning record. Never had a title shot because he's never, like, he's never cracked, like, top top three right. best. You know, like, the top three never, guys. Never made it past the gatekeeper. Yeah, exactly. And, and Isn't that a thing? I feel like you, you guys explained to me that, like, in UFC, there always are going to be those guys. He, Not exactly, everybody can be a star. And he's yeah. kind yeah. of a gatekeeper himself. But. Like, uh, Josh Koscik. Yeah. Like he was Koshik. kind of a gatekeeper. So, but then, uh, a couple months back, he beat Anderson Silva. Who is on the decline in his career? Right. But after, you're like, after destroying his leg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His, his leg got fucking grossed up like two years ago, and, and then he's kind of been him. making a comeback. And he's like, he's not the same. He's old, whatever. Right. But is still like greatest of all time in his weight division. Sure. Like, so he beat Anderson Silva on his decline. And they're like, eh, whatever. Then uh, Rockhold was supposed to fight Weidman. Uh, Weidman got hurt, and then on 17 days' notice, this guy took the fucking fight. Rockhold was super cocky, super confident, doing all these fucking silly little head fakes and got knocked the fuck out in under a minute. Nice. Like, it was just, like, like ridiculous. Like, it wasn't just, like, Conor McGregor being, like, a little cocky. It was, like, it was quite evident that he was just, like, underestimating and fucking with his opponent right. and got knocked the fuck out. But anyway. Hilarious. Hilarity. Yeah. Um, they're going to have, like, a fucking rematch in 10 seconds and whatever. So yeah. the card for UFC 200, they made an addition to the card. Brock Lesnar, yeah, UFC fight, okay, just out of fucking nowhere. It's in a month. I have no idea why he would consider to be UFC ready, but Brock Lesnar is about to get into the octagon again for UFC 200, right? In a straight up actual UFC fight when he is a professional wrestler. Okay, but the dude is in crazy good shape. Yeah, but his his last UFC fight, his last UFC fight was, was a little was shitty. Not. So everybody's just everybody's was wondering. Uh, Alistair, yeah, Overeem. Yeah, 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 and over him, just he was like, "Oh, you had your guts taken out." Yeah. Puh, puh, puh. Punched him in just the gut. Punched him in the gut. Yeah, yeah, I remember the story. But but Brock has a clearly he's 
probably recovered fully from that injury now. Yes, and he's still know. in insanely yeah, good he shape. He lost like what? Ten he feet. Lost, he lost a lot pets. of yeah. He lost a lot of the weight. He lost. Uh, he's also fucking old. Okay, but does he fight every single uh, WWE night? No. Not at no, all, no, right? No, no, no. He's like one of those guys who shows up for special occasions. So he could have been yeah, training for UFC, UFC like for the last six months. You, he's fighting Mark Hunt, I think. Brock Lesnar, Wrigley's, how you? Yeah, versus Mark Hunt. Okay. Who's another fucking like six something, three hundred pound fucking monster? I'm like, he's gonna just get his brains bashed in because this guy doesn't have any ring rust, and Brock Lesnar's like. I've been fighting an undead wizard. Okay, but uh, whatever. That's an exciting fucking story. Maybe he's taking a huge paycheck to do that. He is definitely taking a huge he's paycheck. He's definitely... Like, yeah. like, the highest buy rate of all time of any UFC event was UFC 100, which okay. featured Brock Lesnar on the headline card. Right. But, I mean, like, what? They do 12 a year, and that was UFC 100. So that was, like, nearly a decade ago. <laughs> you know? So it's like, yeah. he, he's a huge fucking name, huge fucking recognizable. But it's just like, it's... I was like, how... And he's right, WWE is like, and he's fighting at SummerSlam like a month later, and I'm like, he's gonna be a vegetable at SummerSlam, yeah. possibly. Like he's well, gonna get his brains bashed in by one of the like other pound to pound best fighters. They're okay, just gonna but, just so if he walks other. in and gets his face knocked out in round one, he he gets a minor concussion and then go, goes to, to fight, and but, then he retires no, like no, a rich that, man. That Overeem fight was really yeah, it was really well, hard to watch. It's one of those things where, but but they're just sort of like, like, why is UFC like? It's just the name recognition, and they're like, UFC is letting it happen. They're like, why did WWE let it happen? Because you're like, maybe they didn't have a contract stipulation about it. Like oh. they just they didn't think about it for Brock for some well, it's reason. Be, it's being co-promoted. Like really? WWE yeah. officially tweeted as it came out. Like boom, this is happening. The fucking Beast Incarnate fighting and, UFC, and SummerSlam is promoting 202. Yeah, and SummerSlam is also promoting UFC 202, which is going to be CM Punk's first fight. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> so, okay. WWE and UFC in bed together? Probably. Maybe the WWE wants to be like a retirement home for UFC fighters who, is, who like have the panache. Business. Yeah. Except, <laughs> it's not except crazy. if you're CM Punk and you're like, I'm going to finish 20 years of wrestling and become a UFC fighter. Yeah. That's, right. a, that's, that's a, not going to work out very well. It's going to go real bad. Our good pal, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, yeah. I feel like that's going to be a lot like uh, Kimbo. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be like, I'm the baddest man alive. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, um, that really hurt. I might Kimbo. be bad, but I'm not a real <laughs> fucking fighter. Well, it, but that's just because Kimbo didn't needed to find the right, like, the right matchup. Kimbo, like start, Kimbo Kim- starting in UFC at 43 years old. Was dumb as shit. But yeah. he's doing great in Bellator because he's matched up against Kimbo fighters. Like, he doesn't even have, always win. He doesn't have a constant win record in Bellator, but he's not getting, like, annihilated every, like... Kimbo Slice not being in the WWE was the... Biggest fail of, of recruiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super. He dumb. was made for that, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, he was all character. Yeah. That's what I do. And yeah. he's like, ah. It's probably Mark Henry probably kept him out. You think? Kimbo Slice and Mark Henry's gimmick are the same. <laughs> Big, <laughs> scary black man. Big, scary black dude whose thing is just beating a guy to oh, shit. Man. Yeah. Kimbo Slice, it just looks so different, though. Yeah. I started watching this documentary uh, called... Uh, I wanted to fucking... Yard Dogs or something. It's about the like the fight promotion that Kimbo's buddy started, like backyard brawling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like super like low rent Florida and whatever. And I I will return to it when I've watched all of it. But Uh it's on Netflix, (coughs) and it's something about fuck. I never saw that documentary, but I did watch a lot of YouTube videos that were backyard <laughs> brawling from Florida, and a yeah. lot of them had Kimbo Slice in them, and they yeah. were entertaining as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this is just talking about, like, the... That, that guy capitalized on... Kimbo? Yeah. Oh, totally. On that... a little bit of his skill set. Yeah. He put it on the internet and mm-hmm. made made a lot of money from it. That's that's living the dream. He made YouTube dollars, but then he also turned it into, like, like a real kind of career. He cast in theoretical internet dollars. Into real, real money. internet <laughs> dollars. Into yeah. real money. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So, the world world of combat sports is, uh, is fucking bonkers, as UFC 200 has everything except for Conor McGregor. I feel like we should make mention, though, of is the... Is he in 202? Yeah, is the he... fight's back on. It's in, a, 202, in 202. It's, so yeah, Conor McGregor and CM Punk are going to be on the same. Uh, yeah, McGregor Diaz is back on. Yeah, well, we're totally going to buy that, aren't we? I don't know. Probably. probably. I'll probably watch 200 also. Yeah. Like 200, there's no way to. It's uh, Tate and uh, Tate and Rousey, I think. Uh, Aldo. Oh, and Rousey's back in? I thought she was out. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. back. Fuck. Nice. Like, hang on. Oh, man. Talk about something real quick. Okay, hold on, on. No, no, no. I feel of course, we, of we have to mention. Of course she's back because she would way rather fight Tate. 
Then she's yeah. already beaten twice rather than uh, Holly Holm. Yeah, okay. exactly. The reporting drama about that Brock Lesnar news, right? Because there was some news guy who found out ahead of time that Lesnar was coming back. He broke the story. And this guy was like one of the top reporters. I feel terrible. I don't know the guy's name. He's one of the top reporters for UFC for like several years. And then UFC Dana White was so pissed off at him for breaking the story early that he kicked him out of the event like in the middle of a fucking fight and was like, you are for the rest of your life banned from all UFC events. This is, and this is like Dana White's <laughs> way of controlling the news, which doesn't – you're not really well, supposed no, to be able to do that. There. It's Aldo. Aldo has a fight. Yeah, okay. So it's Cormier Jones, which is going to be like that's, that's like – that's like the biggest fight fucking forever. It's a unification of their belts because they never like fought each other properly. Mm-hmm. And it's Jones mm-hmm. never lost or – Jones never lost. He got hurt. Then got addicted to drugs. Hey. And then had some like got arrested and stuff, and then fucking cleaned up his act, and then he fought. So yeah, so Jones Cormier, Lesnar Mark Hunt, it's Tate Nunez. Tate Nunez. Yeah, yeah, Tate right. Nunez. Jose Aldo versus Frankie Edgar, uh, and the other one is uh, Katzingano versus Juliana Pena. So there's like five or six fucking like marquee fights that could headline other events. Yeah. All on UFC 200. So that's coming up Wait, soon. Is Cormier Jones the? Cormier Jones is the headline. That's the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Nuts. Mm -hmm. UFC, you guys. Jones is the... That's the light heavyweight, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And light heavyweight's a good fucking weight class. Like, just fast, but still hit, like, fucking... Big guys, but are are not, like, just reliant on being 300 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's fun times, you guys. What else is going on? I feel like we, as a group, I'm now going to point out our failures. Really? Yes. Let's do that. So, uh, Powers is one of Scott's, like, favorite comics, probably, in there. Somewhere in the top 30. The, who, top killed, who Killed Retro Girl is one of my favorite yeah, yeah, story yeah, yeah. arcs of a comic book. So, Powers is a comic book where it's, like, a spe- like it's detectives who are, uh, like, basically, like, if you were a detective in Metropolis or Gotham or whatever. Yeah, you like still, Law and Order. Set like, in a you still world. have to do your job, even mm-hmm. though they're supervillains, right? So, like, they have, like, anti-superhero stuff that's not super crazy. And they're like, yeah, the superheroes do a lot of the heavy lifting. But a lot of the times, supervillains just don't, like, put the city in jeopardy. So, like, a regular cop fucking force has to do it. And, or if there's, like, a murder and a supervillain did it and the superhero wasn't there to immediately stop it. It's, like, real detective work mm-hmm. that, like, uncovers... That, oh, shit, it was a superhero. Now, sometimes they get help from a superhero. Like, even if Spider-Man fucking webs up a bank robber. Right. How do you get the, a conviction? Cop, Somebody the, still needs to convict him. Yeah, yeah the cops got to go and, like, <laughs> take witness testimony and, like, arrest the guy, get him as a lawyer. Right. Know, yeah. All that shit happens. And, huh. Do so, they ever go through a list of that? All the supervillains who actually have a warrant out for their arrest versus those who do not because they've never actually been convicted of a crime? I well, like think that, that's possible. That's that, a lot of what Powers is about. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's funny, too, because that's one of the things that like Batman always deals with, where they don't get convictions on Batman villains. That's why they all end up in Arkham, is you're right. like, we can't actually get a conviction because Batman brought you in, but we can <laughs> fucking also save beat you up really like, bad. Actually, so we can get a conviction on Batman for yeah, beating exactly. you up. If anything, it's, it's easier <laughs> yeah. to get a conviction on Batman, but yeah. we can fucking... Fuck, like, say that you are clinically not allowed to be in public anymore. You're a crazy person. Right. So you're not getting jail time. Uh, chain of custody on evidence is instantly out the window when Batman hands it to Yeah, of court. course. Yeah. Like, I still don't see how this means we've failed at something. Okay, so it's, uh, they just released its entire second season on demand. So this mm-hmm. has been a whole first season and a second season. Oh, wait, this is a TV show? Yeah. They made crazy. a TV show about it. They made a TV show on it. For Yahoo. Yahoo, and it's also on PlayStation Network. Oh, that's why. It's also on PlayStation Network, too. Yeah. If you subscribe to PlayStation Plus, you can get both seasons for free. Huh. And so it's starring Charlton Copley, who you might remember Michael Madsen's from. in it, too, right? Yep. Yeah, Michael Madsen plays yeah. What's-His-Face, like the older Superman. Trip Hammer? No, he plays Trip Hammer. Trip the Hammer. older Iron Man. The older Iron Man guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so I feel like it's because Yahoo TV is the vehicle for this thing, but which I, is not really an excuse, but it is an excuse. I'm subscribed to PlayStation Plus. Yeah. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Yeah, okay. yeah, but that's it. It's been out for a year. It's in its second season. <laughs> the other one that we... Yeah. And especially Who Killed Retro Girl, the first arc of the comic, which yeah. is the first arc of the, the show, is such a good comic. They basically find Supergirl yeah. dead, and they're like, who could do that? Shit. Right. Yeah, you're like, it's Supergirl. You're like, it's a super high-powered hero. Right. And like, just corpsed. You're like, huh? Like, nope, there was no giant brawl over the skyline of the city or whatever. No, like, you're just sort of like, well, we have this body from someone who's like, 
indestructible with super strength and had flight. And do you remember when Bowie died? I do. What the news networks were like? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that for like Supergirl. So that happens in the show and the public is all crazy about it. And they're like, okay, list of suspects, people that could kill Supergirl. Superman, <laughs> Batman. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, ew, like it's yeah, it, fucking it's great. I read the, yeah. I think I read the first two arcs that you passed me. Yeah. Like and yeah, Retro Girl was super awesome. I feel like it's got to be DC. Uh, no, Image no? Comics, yeah. and then Image. moved over to Icon, which is Marvel's imprint uh-huh. of creator-owned comics. So it's by Brian Michael Bendis, and the artist is escaping me. Interesting. So that's how the license got out of. Uh, nope. Netflix, because oh, no. I feel like Netflix would have a monopoly on Marvel-based yeah, TV. Still, yeah, right, right. I- Icon's still yeah. creator-owned. So, yeah. like, those, like... It was Bendis who, who licensed it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like the licensing doesn't necessarily come through Marvel Studios. Yeah. So it's just yeah. it's like a publishing house for creator-owned stuff. And the so other yeah, the main character is, is Shalto Copley from okay. District 9 and the E-Team and Hardcore Henry. Oh, ah, cool. Uh, okay. He's like a... He plays the, the, the dude, the cop, the, dude. the detective. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. and the yep. other the other Miss thing that we have is a little bit like I can go a little bit easier on us unless one of you has watched it because yeah. it's only two weeks old okay but there have now been two episodes that have aired of Preacher on AMC say what so yeah, I, watched I, didn't, I didn't hear it was out first ten minutes okay I was like this is very Preacher I really like Preacher <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I was not surprised by what I saw and by my reaction to it <laughs> so it was did ver- a guy fuck himself in the ass I feel like okay. that's in the first ten minutes of Preacher no no I uh, that, yeah, that's the I end of the first comic, man. Like that. That's, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. An, an African like Catholic preacher guy gets possessed by an outer space uh, fireball, I guess. Uh-huh. And then he keeps preaching, and then he explodes all over his uh, small. Uh, is it extremely graphic? It is so graphic. Well, that was what one of the things the, uh, the his producer... eyes burst, and then the whole crowd gets covered in blood. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what the producers were talking about. They were like, "Thanks, Walking Dead." <laughs> we can like, do this. Yeah, exactly. You have made it okay to be like extra gory. Yeah. You know, like it's just you can see AMC going, We lost Breaking Bad. What happens after Walking Dead? We get Preacher. fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well no, it's not just Breaking Bad. Like <clears throat> Breaking Bad they they filled in with Breda Call Saul, but like they in one season basically or like a season apart, Mad Breaking Man. Bad and Mad Men ended. So you're yeah. like, What like you're just like got well, on the those. plus side they got a lot of money kicking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And cred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they can do what HBO is doing. They're, I don't know if Preacher is a bright one, though, man. Like, Preacher gets away from itself in the later cartoon comics. Yeah, but I mean, they I like guess, it. but they don't need to stick to it. Like, they don't stick to it that much in Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Like, they, you can stick with, like, the core of something, and, like, they could re, redirect it. Well, hopefully they got something really good on board, because I, f- I felt like the comics, like, just got to be a little tedious, like a game of one-upmanship about how disgusting stuff can they throw into yeah. the comics. That's, and that's it. I'm not a huge Garth Ennis fan. Like, I love The Punisher. I don't like Garth Ennis Punisher. Do you like, like The Boys? Do you want to give boys, an example? I, I, what was The Boys? The Boys is, uh, like, powers with powers. <laughs> Pretty much. Sort of. So like, what like, if the CIA yeah. dealt with superheroes? So it's basically, like, there's a world where there's superheroes and just going around, and then the government is like, this is fucking unacceptable. Right. They're like, we're going to, like, make a controlled substance that can give you... Basically, just super strength and invulnerability. Like it's like it's just a good, solid base, like ground powers, and then make a covert group that's pretty much off all the books mm-hmm. to police the superheroes. Not even the supervillains, because they were like, the heroes kind of take out the villains, but the heroes are just like walking assholes who do whatever the fuck <laughs> they want and are above basically every single law. Right. And like it portrays the heroes as like misogynist fucking like sexual deviants, fucking just the the Flash character in the boys, the right. super speedster. Yeah. He is chasing a villain and runs through a fairgrounds and just explodes a kid. Just as like, kid's in my way. Oh, no. Whoops. Yep. Well, I'm trying to catch the bad guy. He robbed the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and the boys show up and they're like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not going to fly. <laughs> and, of course, they all, because it's just like. And they're mean as fuck. Right. Yeah. They're not like. Yeah, there's like a former like. Uh, like French terrorist and like then the girl who doesn't talk and then there's like it's very black opsy yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. they deal just... with these these uh, threats with extreme prejudice yeah exactly and they just beat the fuck out of the heroes half the time okay so we totally didn't watch an episode of Preacher yeah nor so. did we 
report on powers. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. I agree. Also, okay, we yeah. not, I don't think any of the three of us have seen either of the two Marvel movies that were just out. Civil I mean, War I or... I want to have like a bell to be like, bong, shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> bong, shame. <laughs> <laughs> just follow us around yeah. with a walk of atonement. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies out either. Yeah. Like, Normally of, I'm on top of that shit, and <clears throat> uh, this time I'm not. Speaking of Age of Apocalypse, though, I'm more sold on Oscar Isaac now. Did you who's see the guy who plays Did you see Age Apocalypse? of Apocalypse? I, I haven't seen Age of Apocalypse yet, but I was kind of put off because Apocalypse looks like garbage. Right. But apparently Oscar Isaac is good in it. Because apparently Oscar Isaac is good in a lot of stuff. Such as? <clears throat> I saw finally saw Ex Machina this mm. weekend. Oh, yeah. And Oscar oh, Isaac that guy plays. Um, I know. Oh, that hang guy. on. Wait, wait, wait. I just need to do one thing real quick. Shout out to our web designer, uh-huh. Will, who was like, "Hey, did you watch Preacher?" And I was like, "Preacher, what?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel that having a pop culture podcast and not knowing that Preacher came out two weeks ago uh, was a wait. When did moment. when did Phil? Phil told me this? about it today. Today and at work. And you didn't watch it at work. Yeah, I, I oddly did my job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like that. that's a that's a shame for nine to five as a rule. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Boom. Shame. Uh, all right, X Machina. Yeah, I just wanted to shout mm-hmm. out to Phil. So yeah, uh, Oscar Isaac is the uh, Elon Musk character yep. in uh, yep. X Machina, and man, I, I couldn't even believe that he was the same guy from from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He, he plays Star Wars. Poe Dameron, the super X wing pilot. Right. Right. Mm. It's because of the bald head. Totally trips you up. The bald head, the giant beard, the weird, nerdy accent that he yeah. pulls on—he sounded yeah. like the the guy from Big Bang Theory half the time. And I was like, a little bit, just enough that I was like, this guy is not the best X-wing pilot of all time. Yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just enough, <laughs> just enough. So what's what's X Machina about? It's they build a robot, and, the, and then they're like, what the implications of this? We've There's made a big life. contest where they you get to win a th- like a week at this guy's like mansion or he a job application or something. So it's like a contest for. Imagine the main character is is like an allegory for Elon Musk. Okay. And all the Google employees are entered in this contest to spend a week up at his super secluded giant mansion. Right. Ranch. Pretty much. Yeah, (laughs) but it's like a super high-tech house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking cool as shit. Right. And uh, this guy wins. The guy... Also from Star Wars, wasn't he? Yeah. He was... um, the, uh, he was the younger... Good job researching this, yeah. Well, this is my, this isn't <laughs> my thing. I talked about this six months ago. <laughs> I had it in my head and it's gone. Yeah. Um, so stuck. he wins this contest. <laughs> yeah. He, he's the guy who played the, the general of the, so, uh, the British. Okay, hang on. Yeah. Stop. Does... Is it like a contest? Like, did he need to have, like, a good invention to do it? Or was it like a fucking golden ticket in a chocolate bar? It was a golden ticket in a chocolate bar. It was like bar. an employee... Okay. It wasn't. He wasn't like I made this tech, and now uh, it's the best tech. And no, 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 no. And it, although he was a computer programmer, and that right. that well, does. Well, they were all like Google employees. Yeah, but it does play know. into the movie that he's a programmer. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he wins a contest. Right. But it, uh, the, the contest is non-important. It's just basically right? like the opening credits happen, and he's like, "You win." Right. And all his work friends so, are like, oh my god, right. you won. So the setting is just like the guy. The guy's mansion. Coming from the outside world into this guy's world. Yeah. Elon uh, so he arrives at the mansion. Dom Hall Gleason. That's yeah. his name. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he arrives at the mansion. He was also and he's like, yeah. he's like, hey, what's up? And um, the Elon Musk character is like, super cool, super laid back. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, it's apocalypse. cool. Like, don't. Exactly. Just like, like apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> he's like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, it's going to be cool. We'll hang out for a week. Like, right. relax. Like, I get it. I know who I am. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. Also, I want to show you something super cool. It's sign, a robot. Sign this super restrictive non-disclosure agreement. Right. And the guy's like, I really don't want to sign this. He's like, that's cool. We'll hang out for a week. We'll play pool. And then a year from now, the news will break. And you'll be like, shit. <laughs> it's <laughs> your decision. Right. So he signs. So he signs. Right. <clears throat> robot. Like, cool. Meet my robot. It's in a walking, talking AI. Right. I want you to test if you can think that it's actually... A real AI. The Turing test. Right. Can right. it pass the Turing test? Right. He's like, well, if I know it's a robot. He's like, yeah, I want you to know it's a robot and still have it pass the Turing test. So he meets this robot who's like a hot robot. Right. Blonde girl on the cover of the thing. Well, she's like, she's got robot arms and a robot. Yeah, no, she's on the cover of the thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying just like, I know, that actress there. Mm-hmm. His eyebrows are uh, very straight. Alicia Vikander. 
She has very straight eyebrows. They don't. Does rise. she? They this is rise. the thing that you know about Alicia Vikander. Yep. Yeah. Look it up, man. Uh-huh. Her I'm going really to now. I feel like I, I I don't recall her eyebrows very specifically. Her eyebrows don't really arch. All right. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so then it's just sort of like, what is robots? Yes. Are you real? Are you like, are you alive? They interact. So now I recall John saying this was like really plotting and kind of hard to get into and like yeah. as a Mavian. Totally grab me. Really? Because yeah. I found it like a movie with three characters, <clears throat> really tense, really gripping, kind of awkward feeling and. Uh... Huh. I found I found the alcoholism of the Elon Musk character totally put me off. Like I, I was just like, I don't I don't buy this dude whatsoever. And his his like the dialogue, I felt like it like took me out of the film. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> and you bought it, which is like tough when it's a, like a thriller. Like if you're taken out of it when it's a thriller, the tension dissipates, and then like a long What's, tense what, scene what is just the has none of it. Is the tension, like explain the tension. Um, Where does it come from? So I, during the first, the first interview, the second interview, I don't remember which one. The robot was. breaks a puppy's <clears throat> neck. The power goes down, and the interview cameras go dead, and the robot is like, "Don't trust Elon Musk." He's a bad person. And then the lights come back on. Neato. Yeah. He's like, uh, okay. So yeah, the tell me what your favorite color is. Thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and basically she is trying to convince Dom Hall Gleason to like free her, that she is alive and a person and does not want to be locked in a room forever. Right. Neat. I guess that could be kind of cool. But then the tension is further that like, is that part of the Turing test? Yeah. Right. Is is are the power outages fully set up by the Elon Musk character? Does right. he know everything that's going yeah, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Like and how, then how as as he's like made to look more and more evil as a viewer anyway, I found like the real tension was whether or not he was planning all of that stuff. Oh yeah, obviously. for sure. Like, like yeah. is so it's it... a kind of a cabin <clears throat> in the woods scenario. And even <laughs> no, except I'm except saying if he's rigging everything. Yeah. Except later in the movie, he straight up points it out. He's yeah. like, <clears throat> is it that she has real emotions and likes you? Or doesn't, and she's just programmed that. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, or does she have real emotions? Doesn't like you, but is pretending to like you. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, fuck. Yeah. Have fun. Sign <laughs> me up, Elon Musk. I would like to participate. <laughs> just... Anyway, I thought the 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 movie paid itself off really well. I thought yeah. it came to a, a satisfying conclusion at the end, which for a lot of like independent sci-fi movies, they fail to. Yeah. They fail to. You end up yeah. with the Stephen King thing where you're just yeah, like, yeah. I've built this cool idea and I don't know how to end it, so war. Or Here a bomb go. that has a hand in it. God. Right. <laughs> wow. uh, I, I liked it a lot. I thought you could see why these actors got picked for Star Wars cool. after making this movie. Mm. Actually, that's stop. a good point. I wonder if all three of them... Did all two three of them? them? No, two of them. Two of them. Got uh, got that. I wonder if they got in because of Ex Machina. And is written by impossible. Alex Garland, which is the last yeah, uh, super cool thing. So the other the other plug. I Speaking guess. of Stephen, but King. but he directed it himself too. Oh, okay. He wrote and directed right. it, which is his first thing. This is a good jump, for two reasons. Stephen Garland King. Uh, no, I just actually rewatched um, Stand by Me, or perhaps I watched it for the first time. I don't know. <laughs> because someone listened to our, our The List podcast and s- said that we had mentioned Stand By Me in reference to um, Funeral, uh, Funeral Kings. Kings. Right. And then I, like, like they, they were like, I don't know, man. That's a really fucking tall order because Stand By Me was amazing. So I went back and rewatched it. I haven't seen this. It, like, I, don't, I don't even remember watching it for the first time. Right. So it's possible I've never seen it. But like, there's, on the tracks. there's so many scenes that I have like recalled or that the like that I might have seen through clips or whatever that I sort yeah, of yeah. like knew what the whole story was and, yeah. and whatever anyway I was like super charming this was like a, <laughs> this was like a nice little story and I watched the like making of documentary afterwards where they interviewed everybody and and everybody had all kinds of like wonderful things to say about each other so, I can't believe how many 80s fucking stars were in yeah, this movie yeah. like and literally Phoenix, uh, Will, Wheaton. Will Wheaton yeah um, what's his face from sliders Oh, that yeah. guy. The guy from My Secret Identity. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget his name, but he was so freaking pudgy and unwieldy yeah. in that movie. And it was like his first role. And then he turns into like a pretty macho pretty dude. macho kind of dude as yeah. he grows up. But then even the villain, Kiefer Sutherland, who was just like this like relentless evil fucking. He was so funny. Man, we were uh, so stand, stand by me. Did, was the analogy 
accurate? That totally, case, totally, like, totally. Yeah, like, like, especially that like a big part of the film and attention revolves around the kids finding a gun, yeah. and how in Stand by Me, in, in like in a way, they're all used to having guns and being around them, so it's like much less of a big deal in a yeah. way because they all know how to shoot guns, and they're like when they're firing it off, none of them are like, oh my god, I shot a gun. They're like, this is kids in the fifties; they've all probably fired yeah, guns we've before. All shot guns. Yeah, and, and um, then it has the super super iconic ending where there's like the voiceover that's Stand by Me. Yep. Where they're like, and so and so went on to become blah 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 blah, blah. like that's uh, been done the, the animal house ending yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah and the kid fading out <laughs> but but like that that uh and and also but that was river phoenix right he who ended up dying War. right after Corey feldman yeah Corey feldman's in it yeah jerry o'connell jerry o'connell that's the name yeah one of the Corys. it was directed by rob reiner yep yeah that's a thing yeah the, the next year went on to do the princess bride great yep Anyway, I would totally recommend this. This was, like, nice. But I would I, recommend the classic <laughs> film. The classic. But you know what? I would fucking recommend Funeral Kings more Cause, now cause because it's more relevant to the times. This like, is, like... It's, like, more akin to our childhood. We don't fucking identify exactly. with children in the 50s. No, but, like, <laughs> the big thing that those kids do is they go on a big, long hike to see a dead body in... But, like, they're, they're, if you were in the 80s, you would be hearkening back to your childhood in the 50s, right? To, yeah. like, connect yeah, with yeah, these yeah. characters. Whereas if you were, at like, like our age in the 2000s, 15s, yeah. you would be hearkening back way more to Funeral Kings. Like, yeah, the trying exactly to trouble like, those kids get into is way more the, yeah, exactly. the trouble the, we would get into. The world of VHS cassettes and fucking, yeah. like, going to the video store and all that shit. Exactly. And drug dealers. And drug dealers. I've, I've never seen Stand By Me. Really? Yeah. You should. Well, you should see Funeral Kings first, because you also haven't seen that. Yeah. I'd say Funeral Kings before that. Yeah. I don't have a movie to watch, but I, and I, and I've recommended this several times, so this is going to be a real quick one. Yep. Holy shit, you guys. Yep. Fucking Silicon Valley is probably among the funniest shows on television right now. You keep saying that. It's, and, and yet, it's in its third season. And, you and I haven't seen a single episode. I watched the first two episodes of season one. I was so like, this is so awkward. It's so good. Yes, the awkwardness is real. Like, the awkwardness yeah. is very, very real, because these guys are, like, actually just nerdy coders and stuff. Yeah, but like, we're nerdy fucking... No, but, like, the not... actors are apparently super... Really? Super awkward. No! Yeah, yeah, I was just a nerdist, and... Only like, the except one. For, except for T.J. Miller. No, T.J. Kumail's not that awkward. Like, Martin Starr's not that awkward. Like, they're just... I think they, they also all play into each other's nonsense, <laughs> like... Seems very fucking fun. How does it compare to Mr. Robot in terms of awkward protagonist? Oh, it, I haven't seen Mr. Robot, but no. I could tell you that it's like. I hmm. thought you saw two episodes. Didn't you recommend Mr. Robot to I, me? I recommend it. Oh Robot. man, it's fucking great. It's so good. So good. Um, I would say it's the comedy <clears throat> side of that. But okay. Just... Imagine if Mr. Robot was Arrested Development. And that is like fucking high praise. <laughs> that, I love you know, Alfred. Silicon Valley is like the fucking like, like yeah. Sil- Silicon Valley is it's very funny. It's just really. Awkward. Uh-huh. So funny. Like, there's, like, like uh, just, like, the most recent episode, or the second most recent episode, they, the like, a, the nerdy guy is, like, hanging out with this cute girl who also codes, uh-huh. uh, but she uses spaces to delineate instead of tabs. Say like, what? <laughs> That's fucking awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and he's just sort of like, why, why would I care about that? That's not a big... Not a big fucking deal. No, you know? it's a huge like, deal. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't care. We could still have a good day. And he's like, ah, he's like, he's like freaking out about <laughs> it. And his friends are like, fucking. It's like she's like an amateur coder, man. It doesn't make a fucking. <laughs> it doesn't make a fucking deal. He's like, I work in compression. He's like, that's my entire fucking job is compressing. Why? I I want fucking a hundred characters to say what I could say in four with using that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like you're getting you're watching him fucking self-destruct his relationship but they're yeah. like but once it goes into the compiler like it doesn't fucking matter like and they're like yeah but before that it's just inelegant you know yeah. like why would you do that like and we're not we're not going to say that like one way is better than the other but we're going to say there's a right way and a wrong way actually i i would recommend silicon valley yeah so even though it's not my cup of tea i think you like a little more of the, right. the awkward comedy. It's than, so than fucking funny. And like, I'm I'm holding on because I need to muscle through because I want to get to the greatest dick joke. The greatest dick joke of all time. Yeah. There's also the greatest dick joke of all time. That's the end of season <laughs> one. Yeah. The end of season right, one. Well, I gotta go and see that. Fantastic fucking dick joke. And yeah. it's just like the formula for it is so like when you talk about awkward comedy, like every every like here like here's the formula for the show. Everything bad and terrible that could possibly happen will happen to this group of guys who are just trying to get their app up and up off the ground. Right. And at the end of the season, 
like a little ray of light will come through just to give them that little push to prevent them from just like completely throwing throwing in the towel, abandoning their dream, and then just like becoming like regular coders for like monster companies. Okay. So, but just all the time, you're like every like the worst investors, only like the most terrible fucking worst guys to work with will invest in them. They need their money from somewhere. They need funding. They need to compromise everything mm-hmm. for the funding. They brought in a new CEO who just cares about the bottom line and doesn't actually want to like work on the compression, which is the entire point. That's the thing they get into. Like it's just like shitting on them relentlessly. Like everything bad can happen to them. And often it's them making it worse because they're all fucking awkward as fuck. That's a good setup for a show. It's so good. You remember how you were talking about hackers? How you were saying this this was for me yeah. at that time. I feel like Silicon Valley is for you at this time. Wow. Because <laughs> when you watch the pilot and they're saying, this is what the plot is. Yeah. I feel like if I was watching that with a lot of people that I, like, I work with who are yeah. not, I'd be like, no, that this is important because this. And the reason that his coworkers are like freaking out is because he's figured this out. Yeah. <clears throat> but the show doesn't like dumb that down for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the whole plot, it like, one of the guys on his own time while working for, for not Google. Uh, it's discovers- more like Apple. <clears throat> it's really more like Apple. When, the, when, mm, they, when, when they get into it, like, it's kind of presented as a... As a, a, anyway. a big software company. Um, like- in Silicon Valley, like one of those new wave 2.0 companies, big mm-hmm. open spaces and slides down to the, second, the first floor. I don't floor know if you could say thing. Apple is a software company anymore. Whatever. It's yeah. The office building. Maybe Microsoft. Yeah. Maybe it's a Microsoft um, situation. Anyway. Builds a, a music compression that's fully lossless, but has file sizes that can be transmitted over like cellular with no data impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, "That's a huge deal." Yeah, but they don't like explain to you why that's a huge deal. So like, you either know that that is in fact a huge thing or not. Yeah, it's basically like they they have at <clears> least <throat> like a formula for like the highest compression rate, like like like. I like, get it. It's a huge deal. Exactly, like, right. and th- and that's their whole thing. They're like, we could li- like, they're like, this is literally world changing if we can fucking get this out first. Absolutely, yeah. Like, and, that, you... and that's like the point. Like, that's like they still don't have. Well, because he does it for music, and then he tells someone else that he, he's going to be working with. He's like, but you could use that data compression for like the internet. Yeah, you can put everything on the internet transmitted to you in ten seconds, like all the information yeah. in the world. He's like. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's one of the things. With, but, like anyway, and and at the third season, we're like three quarters of the way through the third season. Like they still haven't gone to market yet. Like it's <laughs> like it's really every fucking step of that process. To I have this idea, I would like to have a company. <laughs> you right. Know, like it's just a nightmare every step of the every way. Every fucking single step of the way, where they just like it's a complete and total nightmare, just constantly. Huh. And they're all fucking awkward tech dudes doing it. It's so good. Like it's. Mike Judge was, you know, we like Mike Judge, solid comedy boy. Yep. Like I, like I was like, that's fucking, that's like Office Space, Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill. I'm like, wow, you're, you did it. Kind Mike of a Judge. star, yeah. And he only started, and he started super old. Yeah, he only yeah. started doing stuff in his mid 30s. Yep. Yeah, I was like, what? Like <laughs> he used and he, cause but like selling stuff to Liquid Television and yeah, yeah. Mike and that, that, animation festival. And he's like, he's like, we've never really gotten there creatively. <laughs> I was in an interview with him, but he's like. He used to be like a coder in the eighties, so mm-hmm. he's like, he's he's like, I've always really wanted to do something. He's like, you saw it a little bit in Office Space, mm-hmm. like his like love for the like, the coder cube. guy, like the cube guy, you know, who's like, just, just it's just his fucking job. There's more interesting elements to him. Like all the guys in Office Space are like, they're good characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're more interesting than you would think of. Just like, but and they're written better than like nah, the nerdy coder that's in like most films, you know, uh, like, like Big Bang Theory. Like Big Bang Theory, or even just in general, like that yeah. t- that typical computer guy. Like, yes, they're all computer guys, but like they listen, like they listen. Michael Bolton listens to hip hop music and fucking like wants yeah. to be a gangster and all that stuff. Like, the other guys just trying to like make money for his family. Like, there's a million fucking things. So I think he just got to like expand on that in Silicon Valley, and it's just so fucking good. If if you told me that this was like the um uh, the TV show version of Office Space, which is kind of what it sounds like. With more more nerdy. Like a lot. More a nerdy. A lot nerdier. Okay. Yeah. Like, headier, too. Yeah. Like, it, like I said, they don't really dumb down the plots. Yeah. For someone who doesn't know. Right. If you don't understand computers. what's a big deal, like it, they don't explain it. This is a big deal. I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm not going to fucking hold your hand. Yeah, pretty much. Right. It really doesn't hold your hand in right. terms of any of the tech stuff. It doesn't hold your hand in terms of like... 
just like how even like how financial investments and things work like when they start to get into like who owns what and who runs what and the investor company that's going to push the thing to market and like mm-hmm. it, you're just if you you have to fucking pay attention or you're going to be like why and watch the social network to watch the social network i haven't actually watched that really yeah it was you like should probably fi- watch the social it was like network. filmed around cambridge man you i know like, like you'd recognize so many things like i only spent a little bit of time in cambridge and fucking recognize half the locations yeah yeah, yeah. i was like oh, i've been there and there yeah. and there and there mm-hmm. Lex Luthor and Spider-Man hanging out. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not anymore, man. New Spider-Man. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lone uh, Ranger, fucking shitting, trying to fuck shit up. The Lone Ranger. Yeah. I did not see that film. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, nobody did. <laughs> what happened with Johnny Depp, you guys? I don't know about this, but maybe John does. What? Uh, we're getting back into this. <laughs> I feel like we talked about that for like 20 minutes on the last podcast. What? <clears throat> Johnny Depp John, fucking Johnny everything Depp's up. Career. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm saying that like... <laughs> Two podcasts ago? That he fucking ago. hit his wife or something. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. She filed for a divorce. And, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Not just his career. Like his personal life's in shambles, Helena Bonham Carter. Maybe because his... Not Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, right, right. Carter's yeah, I'm an idiot. That's to. What's his face? Yeah. The director. Tim Burton. Right. Yeah. Yeah, his wife. I don't know who's Who's Johnny Depp's wife? Mm. No? Nobody? Nobody? Yeah, no, no. She's I'm just asking you guys if if you know what's up. She's famous. Is she? Yep. Well, isn't Johnny Depp kind of notorious for charging around all over the place doing shitloads of drugs and getting into trouble? Yeah, exactly. That's why I remember when this all... I'm surprised he was married in the first place. I mean, he has settled down. He's like 48. Amber Heard. Who's Amber Heard? Johnny Depp's wife what else though you said she's famous yeah god damn it how can she be famous if we've never heard of her <laughs> we've totally heard of her there's tons of actors in this episode alone that we could not think of their names yeah <laughs> but hold on hold on not not knowing their names is not the same thing as not knowing who they are there's plenty yeah, of like you're saying maybe a picture would jog memories oh, yeah that's possible she is an actress there she is that's a picture of her yeah, our listeners enjoy this click on her mm-hmm. imdb and they only got married last year wow huh. Well, that classic, <laughs> classic. So whatever, Hollywood. fucking. Why she was anybody drive sm- angry? With uh, that was Cage. fucking a masterpiece. Drive angry was yeah. a, um, a great film. She was in <laughs> Magic Mike Two, The Rum Diary. Okay, uh, she was. I feel like she got that gig. Machete Kills. Oh. Yeah, uh, a masterpiece. Of all these movies, the one yeah. that I want to talk about is now Drive Angry. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I feel like in episode 70, we gave a good rundown to Drive Angry, because it's a movie that we fondly... We saw that around that period, exactly, and we, we it, fucking love Drive Angry. But being on the list is, is nearly makes it need to show up. Oh, my God. Friday Night Lights, Alpha Dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's a movie star. Like, maybe a C-rate movie star, but, like, she's in movies that are big. But don't you want Drive Angry to be on the list, John? Uh, yeah. Okay, so Drive Angry is a movie <laughs> where Nicolas Cage yep. plays a demon coming back from hell in order to get revenge on somebody. Okay, no. Here's the deal in yeah. Drive Angry. Uh, He's a bad... ghost rider in a car. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah. it was like, the opening wanted... scene is like some bad dudes trying to do some bad things to his daughter. Then he gets mad and then gets into a car in hell and dry- smashes through the gates of hell in his car right. and drives to Earth. To, like, protect his to daughter. To protect his daughter, because he's like, I'm okay with being in hell. Wait, my daughter's in danger. I'll just bust out of hell. Right. Driving with the car. And then he's, yeah, Ghost Rider with the demon. And one of the greatest scenes in cinematic history. No, no, no. Except that scene was already done in fucking Shooter. Or shoot him up what Where he's it? banging someone while shooting all these people. Yes, absolutely. That was in shoot him up with Clive Owen, and it was fucking so much better in that movie. But it was amazing with Nick Cage, too. Don't get me wrong. It was wrong. like doubly... So- Movies remember, where people are banging of, in the middle of, of gunfights. is Nick Cage being <laughs> the best. shoot him up was 2007. Drive Angry this is the was worst, 2011. That's this yeah. is the worst transition from spousal abuse we've ever made. To what? Wait, hold to on. There was, spou- angry. There was spousal baby. abuse involved in the... That the, was the, the whole the thing. The Johnny Depp divorce, yeah. Oh. Alleged. <laughs> is it? Is it allegedly? I don't know. I, I'm asking it's, you. It's alleged. That's what all the tabloids are reporting. Okay. But the real reason... charges pressed and stuff. Oh, man. Ooh, yeah, that's but pretty the dark. The reason that she's filing... The irreconcilable differences okay. were that like he was always stoned out of his mind and would rough her up. Right. But this isn't the father, then, mother of his child, is it? No. Okay. This is a, a recent wedding. Right. Yeah, no, but I mean, they could have fucking had a kid and then gotten married last year. I just feel like maybe he listened to us shitting on him a couple weeks ago. Got yeah. really pissed off. And really yeah, got really trashed. Hit the bottle. Yeah. Hit the pipe. And the uh, maybe lost a little control there. So Yeah, he was like, what did he say? Those 90s, guys! I feel like this is a terrible bit. 
<laughs> we should not be doing this bit. Scott bridged it. Scott. This is too much. Okay. But the, yeah. the thing that fucked me up about it was, like, of all of the, like, like, Walter was telling me about this, so I, I didn't have, like, a full frame of reference. But he's like, he's, like, more so than any other, like, domestic violence thing. He's, like, just everybody, like, springing to the defense of, like, Johnny Depp. Like, even more, like... Versus, like, the condemnation of, like, other stars. And I was like, yeah. that's fucking weird. Because I was like, if you told me that Johnny Depp, like, hit a woman, I'd be like, well, I don't want to say I saw it coming. But I'm like, the guy has a history of hard fucking drug abuse and doing whatever. And I I'm don't like, know if that's fair. Hard drug abuse doesn't translate into domestic violence. Depends on the drugs, man. <laughs> really depends on the uh, drugs. Okay, touche. You feel like yeah. A lot of alcohol and cocaine will not make you cuddly. No, nope, no, nope, that's true. Right? And that those are like the But classics. I feel like marijuana. Yeah, marijuana would, but yeah. I don't think that's really what he was doing a lot. No, he was not. A, <laughs> like, exactly. If he was like, oh, I did a lot of shrooms and pot, then yeah, I'd be like, okay, that doesn't translate. But if I'm drinking and fucking doing a lot of blow. Right. Ugh, I was like, and like he has that reputation of being like Hollywood bad boy, like breaking stuff and smashing stuff. Okay, but hold on. So why do you think that people are jumping to his defense? Because everybody d- loves Johnny Depp. I don't. I think everyone loved Bill Cosby. But I think okay, but he has like like multiple decades of abuse of allegations, right? Yeah. That's not the same thing with Johnny Depp. This is the first the I've reason, heard of it. Yeah. The Mel reason? Gibson. Yeah, but everybody hates Mel Gibson. Nobody yeah, jumped well, in. because but, of that. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. I feel like Johnny Depp at least is getting like a bit of a free pass in the public eye because he's a bad boy, and people are just sort of like. What did you expect? Yeah. If these allegations turn out to be true, though, that image is not going to last very oh. long. That's the end of his career. Oh, 100%. It, it'll yeah. be like overtime. Yeah. Like, Until Jody Foster steps in. Well, and so, and this is this is She did that for Mel Gibson. Because you're like, how much is any of this being suppressed <laughs> by the fact that Disney is releasing a billion-dollar movie starring him, like, right now? Like, I feel like this is just going to go away, and Disney's just going to make it go away. The Alice in Wonderland movie, which is like a top ten fucking grossing film of all time. It's already tanking. Yeah, but how? Alice? Alice is already tanking. It's Or at least it's being panned brutally oh, yeah, by the Oh, yeah, but the first one is panned terribly, and yeah. it's a top ten grossing film of all time. That's it true. It has, like, Rotten Tomato meter of, like, two, and fucking made over a billion dollars. Like, these movies fucking... I think they play super well internationally. Yeah. Like, yeah. anyway... Ugh. Apparently, the, Amber Heard is getting all kinds of Hollywood backlash. See? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, what the fuck, man? And she didn't... I don't even think she really... Like, I think... Came out and, and said it. I think she just filed for divorce. Okay. So she isn't playing to the media, and people are still coming out against her? Yep. Fuck that is right. fucking harsh. Holy shit. Someone should look this up and give us a report. Well, I feel like in the next couple of weeks we're going to find out. Like, if it just disappears, or if if like the allegations turn out to be true, maybe there's that. Maybe she has like photographs, and there's yeah, yeah. whatever. Or maybe she's just like she's saying like he's just a big fucking stoner. She wants to fucking divorce him, and is making this as a play to get into his money. Like that's not impossible either. I don't think she needs that much money with that fucking. Like I mean, I no I'll... no prenup. In no prenup. <clears throat> Oof. Yeah, yep. well, she doesn't have Johnny Depp money, but she's about to. She's about to. <laughs> she's gonna. <laughs> Jesus fuck. So, oh my god, that's so that that's messy, and yeah. that obviously is gonna like that's you're gonna get scrutinized when you divorce a guy after a year when that guy has Johnny Depp money. Totally. Like, yeah, that sucks. I like. I hope that, like, if she's not saying anything and people are just speculating, I hope this is. There wasn't any physical abuse, and that things just end the way they can. Because I feel like even Johnny Depp with half his money is still like a gazillionaire. Probably. Yeah. Like I don't think it. Like I don't think it hurts him. Yeah. That much. Like, what are you looking up, Scott? The uh, lots of headlines. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Paradis was Johnny Depp's ex with all the kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that happened after Kate Moss. Right. And huh. uh, yeah, a lot of not a lot of people saying bad things about Johnny Depp. Yeah. But like nobody, nobody turned on him, so kind of weird. Interesting. What movie? How many There's movie? a lot of shit talk about Amber Heard in this on the internet right now. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, like that's. I that's feel shitty. like the, the woman that's files for divorce and gets accused of shit talk. <laughs> it's sort of shitty. Like it sucks. Like I cannot, I cannot imagine. Even if there's no, like, even if there was absolutely no physical violence or anything like that, just like from my outward perspective looking in on Johnny Depp. Like, we've seen so many different, like, versions of him. Mm-hmm. Not even on screen. I'm talking about, like, just his films and, like, his interviews and, yeah. like, hosting and whatever, where I really feel like there could you could, like, 
fall in love with one and then he's just like, nope, I'm going to have a bad couple months and just be like a fucking different dude. Like, he's been so weird in so many interviews. Yep. You know, yep. And, so, and then super charming in others, you know, and you're just sort of like, maybe he had, he was one way for like all of courtship and then just fucking like turn to Johnny Depp corner and you're like, what the fuck is this? Probably being on drugs all the time will do that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting yeah. addicted to opium by Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whoops. He was like great buddies with Hunter S. Thompson, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's that amazing fucking picture. Yeah. Of like a blow up doll, Hunter S. Thompson, Johnny Depp, and John Cusack driving a Cadillac <laughs> in Las Vegas. Yeah. You're like, like what? I want to be in that car. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the shit? Oh, man, if if you guys are Hunter S. Thompson fans, you gotta look up the Conan interview of Hunter S. Thompson. The one where that he went to his ranch. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. like, he was, shot like the together. only way, the only way Hunter S. Thompson would let me go there is if. I agreed to shoot guns with him. Yeah. So that happens. Yeah. Then they throw, just watch. They, they start throwing stuff in the fireplace too. Like it's so <laughs> fucking weird. Uh, that's crazy. Anyway, we're tagging up on the list. We uh, are coming up on two ten minutes left on our. Okay, I feel like we did not properly cover Drive Angry, and we can oh, save yeah. that for next time because we want to give Drive Angry the attention it deserves. I think if you can, we should rewatch Drive Angry. Will we? I might. If I, I have might. the time, I might, I might watch Drive Angry. How okay. many movies did we talk about, John? We no. talked about two. We talked about Ex Machina, and we talked about Stand By Me. Right. So let us say Ex Machina first. This one, um, I don't know if I can fucking... Well, Scott Scott seemed to be the lover of it, and you seem to be the hater. So yeah. I feel that an appropriate way to address this is to say, Scott, where do you think it goes? Like, looking at the list... Yes, Where looking do you at think the X, list. X well, let's start right away. Well, with obviously, is it better than Star Wars? Yeah, that's the... I think so. Okay, so we're above was Star Wars. Was it better than Star Wars? I think it was also better than Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the next uh, it's Better gatekeeper? than Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> it's definitely not better than Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Okay. So we've narrowed ourselves into the top half. Funeral Kings? I don't think it was much better than Funeral Kings. Funeral I Kings? haven't seen it. Hard for me to argue. Deadpool? Hmm... I would definitely wouldn't put it up above Deadpool. Man, if 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 after all of this, we're using Funeral Kings as like a gatekeeper so many times. <laughs> if right. we, I'm I'm okay with putting it in, uh, right above Star Wars, right below Funeral Kings. Yeah, I'm all right with that too. <laughs> Hold on, this the list is probably not making any fucking sense. If we have totally different opinions of this film, and we're like 100 percent okay or with where perhaps, it goes on the list. No. The list is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is definitive. Yeah, I think it's it's not surprising that we find a definitive place for it. This is fucking weird. <laughs> John, John is like, I did not like this movie very much. Scott's like, I really liked it. You're both completely happy with In Between Funeral Kings and Star Wars. Well, uh, you know, like, the list isn't super big yet. No. That's yeah. Stuff, stuff will stretch stretch out a little bit. And we'll, yeah. We might, maybe there will come a time where we disagree further in the future. <laughs> like but like, something that might go above Mac. Here, here's the thing. I didn't I didn't much like it's, it's like overall implementation. I found it got a little slow and whatever. But it was like a super fucking smart sci-fi thriller i love sci-fi movies it's very rare you see people do these days like a standalone sci-fi movie that is just pure sci-fi and it it has a very good idea like an isaac asimov short story Mm -hmm. and they just run with that idea and they bring it to a good conclusion so on that that, and the characters all acted like characters there was none of them that took left turns into insanity at any point which is nope. another flaw in independent sci-fi movies absolutely and, and the, the the climax of the film and the denouement was not like the end of the universe you know it was just it, think like Moon this oh, yeah. movie was in the same space as Moon did yeah. you see that yeah yeah Moon was a wonderful film and this one I just thought I, like the characters were slightly less believable than Moon yeah, I thought it was just slightly less well shot well whatever hmm. like it was a little sloppier all the way around than Moon Moon was like a tighter film I can see that. The cinematography could have done a little bit better because yeah. it started off really nice. It did. It did. The office stuff was really coolly shot yeah. and the helicopter into the, oh, yeah, the, that was the mansion great. was very cool. But then yeah. after that, inside, it, like, it could have been more claustrophobic. It got a little dry. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Okay, so fucking the list is God. We just literally... Okay, so this is perfect. Stand By Me. How about this? I have trouble yeah, with stand, seen it. stand By Me. I want, I want to say that like... Now, I feel that we're immediately... Like having, as someone who has Stand By, like by Stand By Me, yeah. we have to say, is it better than Star Wars? I say yes, personally. Yeah. And, but now, is it better than Funeral Kings and, and Ex Machina? <laughs> yeah. 
Here's the thing, man. Like, I, like I feel like for a lot of people, Stand by Me is going to belong in Back to the Future Ghostbusters territory as a classic of their childhood. Yeah. I, I just do not have the same like fondness for it. I, don't, I can't put nostalgia goggles on. Boy, and, but it's, it's our list, bro. Yeah, it's also definitive. <laughs> exactly. It's not just our Scott's list. Scott's never even seen it, so that that almost like counts as a point against it. That's existed yeah. as a classic for so long. Scott's never even yeah, seen yeah, Stand yeah. by Me. I haven't seen Stand by Me since I was in fucking elementary school. Yeah, sure. where where would you go if you wanted to narrow it down? Then if like I, above I, Star like Wars. To me, I would like I would put it probably below Funeral Kings, above Star Wars, and I don't know how to shove it in with Ex Machina. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Definitely below Ex Machina. No, above Ex Machina. Whew, I don't know, man. This is freaking <laughs> tough. Scott, thoughts? Just I know in the abstract, since yeah. You stand by me though, but like it is a complicated argument of like beloved '80s coming of age tale, starring a bunch of kids, starring a bunch of kids. Yeah, so that's go- that's hard. It like is a hard. bunch of kids is tough to rewatch. It's hard to like. But the performances, if I recall, John would know better. Like all the performances are pretty like top notch. Like I don't remember anybody being like they, they were. They were. They were like. If you were looking at from like like a like a pure modern film uh, like yeah. whatever they were rough like you could tell these were kid actors doing their best in a in tough roles yeah. but in the in the it's like, not like from Will Wheaton was known for his yeah. chops no no but, but I'm but, saying but also but at the same time you have kids they're not like they, fucking, they still they, did spectacularly they for also kids. cast kids instead of casting like seventeen year olds as twelve year olds here's here's yeah. an interesting one in ter- like if you compare to the performances in Funeral Kings I think the performances in Funeral Kings were better than those four kids they were more believable from the from the get go right. even though in Funeral Kings they weren't perfect at the same time I think Stand by Me was a tighter story and was like. In in terms of like the timeless classic whatever, it's definitely going to be on the list before Funeral Kings. Like even if if you go to like Deadpool, can I put Stand by Me below Deadpool? I guess I probably enjoyed it less than Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool was really fucking fun. Oh, I'm, okay, I, I, I could I could stand by that. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what I did there? I could stand by that. Because going below Star Wars, it gets pretty. It pretty gets pretty choppy. rough down yeah, there. there yeah. There's a drop off below Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, we have six minutes left, you guys, and I feel that I did not talk about Paranormal Activities Ghost Dimensions, which if I don't talk about it now, I won't talk about it ever, and also should be on the list. Okay. Because we talk about a bottom half, a movie that is... Hold on, hold on, let's just, let's just finish this no, up. No, 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 I say uh, between uh, Funeral Kings and Deadpool, I think, is Between a Funeral lot. Kings, just above Funeral Kings, even though they're in the same cognitive space, yep. so they're right together on the list, but this one is just <laughs> slightly better. A little better, a little more classic. Because it's a little more classic. A little more iconic, too. I mean, All like, right. Like just, just the sell of having... All those fucking people that grew up to be stars in front of us. Right. Hold on, right. hold on. Ex Machina is just above Funeral Kings. Oh, no, it's uh, just underneath Funeral Kings. All right, I'm totally okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, the, so... The list wins again. So I just got to talk about this because we have the time. I'm just going to shoot it in. Yeah. Paranormal Activities Ghost Dimensions. The okay. sixth film of the Paranormal Activities franchise. Because, wow. you know, found footage, poltergeist. If you There's don't, six of them? Oh yeah, dude. holy shit! How yeah. do you not know this? We we the last <clears throat> time there was a fucking paranormal activity, we did a rundown of all of them. It took us like a half hour to go Just through the plot. Every time you say paranormal activity, I put it in the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what number you say after okay, that. My spoilers, brain goes. It's the same movie. <laughs> and, and again, but it, it's actually not. Like they've been slow. Hold on, what was it called? Paranormal activity. Ghost dimension. Ghost dimension. Here, spoilers. There's no ghost dimensions uh-huh. in this film. <laughs> okay, like there's maybe an allusion to okay yeah so oh, hang on people if you are going to see paranormal activity in the theaters yeah just stop don't do it again why, why? some of them were fun man yeah man you need to keep yeah. making these movies they're yeah they're super great. cheap and they're actually pretty good yeah yeah i mean they're bad they're terrible yeah terrible but, but like <laughs> okay so if you don't know the, the, uh, if you don't know the premise of paranormal activities you're a fool it's yeah. like a found footage situation where there's like long shots and then like a thing falls over and you're like go 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> That's the paranormal activity. It's it's a bunch of baby monitors and drafts. Yes. Right. That's yeah. the point of the fucking yeah. Okay, so, sometimes things fall over, though. Yeah. Drafts. Uh, yeah. That's mean by drafts. No, 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 no. Like, sometimes, like, an entire, like, fucking chandelier swings around Woo! and flies into a wall. Like, Gross. They, they get into, like, little poltergeists. Oh, Although it's fine. Shitty upstairs neighbors. So Sometimes a clip happens at the end of the film, and you realize that, in timeline, this movie happened before another one of them. Yeah, yeah. but they've been slowly building yeah, up I that saw, reality. I saw I'm yeah. fine with that. Okay. They've been slowly building up this reality that it is a demon, that one of the, the, one of the girls in the first film was his Wait, sister. Did you say slowly building it up? Because yes. it's six movies long? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So slow. Like they just they give you like little bits of like why this is happening, how they're interconnected. It's a demon. There's two sisters 
who are going to like usher in like a vessel for the higher demon to inhabit. Right, right. Like, and there's some time travel shit that goes on, like, because the girls can, like, see through time in the videos. One of the things about Ghost Dimensions that I fucking loved is in no way did they try to explain why these people were filming everything. There is not <laughs> a single... They just gave up on that. <laughs> They're just like, here's a camera, let's film everything. Because they've always had to, like, establish a, a narrative reason as to why people are running around with cameras. Like, oh, like one time this the girl is a film student, so she's really annoying with her camera. Yeah. Sometimes they rigged up the fucking house for, like, the baby monitors, and it's a surveillance camera. Like, there's all sorts of shit. Ghost, activ- Ghost Dimensions just does not care. It's just like, whatever, there's just always someone with a camera that's just the fucking thing that happens. They find a magic camera that can see the ghost a bit. Of course. So then you you have this whole double play where it's like you have the regular cameras and you can just see things affecting, but then you have the magic fucking camera that was built in the 70s. Is it literally referred to as a magic camera? I don't think they they just call it the camera. The camera. Yeah. They, they don't explain it whatsoever. Not really. Oh. No, I mean, no, no, no. But they they do. It appears that it was made by the people who are trying to summon the, the demon. The demon. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So it's like they're trying to get a, a physical. The whole entire buildup is trying to get a physical form to this demon. Right. And the demon constantly trying to like orchestrate things and like trying to like make a fucking specific ritual go off. And uh, does anyway. the demon get beat? Or summoned or whatever? It kind of gets summoned Okay. at cool. the end. <laughs> so hold on. The Paranormal Activity 7 is going to involve a demon running around? Neat. I guess. <laughs> like, I, the, the, there are currently no... Holy pla- shit. The only way I'm back on board is if the demon is holding a camera. <laughs> 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 and it's like fucking Doom. It's yeah. first person First demon person demon hunting. camera. They it just runs around killing shit. on the demon. Just like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just hardcore Henry with a demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, so long story short, mm-hmm. paranormal activities goes to mention more paranormal activities. It's just like you know exactly what you're getting, yeah. and it's that again. And I can't believe they've done it for six movies. The reason is because they cost like fucking fifteen thousand dollars to make, and, and, and they are, and like, they make if they make fucking fifty thousand dollars, people are happy. That's fair, and yeah. and to their credit, they're also they are like telling a long form story. Like, like yeah. each movie is tied in; they connect it. Like even like there's one movie that takes place in. Like L.A. with a group of people that has no or no relation to anyone else, mm-hmm. and you're watching this movie and you just kind of figure it's a normal paranormal activity movie, but just like without the tie-in. And then the last 15 minutes, it like ties everything in. You're like, what? Like the these. I'm so happy that these movies exist because they're just like low budget. They have a decent amount of scares. They're decently good at fucking having tension. Yeah, it they keeps horror in theaters. They d- exactly. It keeps yeah. horror movies in theaters. doesn't need a ton of special effects. Like, just needs a guy off camera, like, shaking a thing. And you're like, whoa, shit, there it is. <laughs> this one, this one uh, like, hurt itself a little bit, I think, by sh- having the magic camera because you got to see the black, like, cloud that was the demon. And I was like, nah, I'm less interested in this. I prefer just things falling well, over on their maybe own. Maybe they're responding to criticism of all of, like f- five other films <laughs> where they were like, "What the fuck?" I sat through an entire movie and literally there was only a split second of like action at the end of the like in the last ten like seconds of the movie. I'm looking yeah. at you, the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah the first one was super low budget. Right. Okay, so hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. Now, is it better or worse than Mordecai? Better than Mordecai, like for sure. Really. Better I mean, or worse than Warm Bodies? Because it might even be better than Warm Bodies. Although Warm Bodies was pretty clever. I, I don't... Yeah, no. I, yeah. It, it, as the Paranormal Activities series uh-huh. is better than Warm Bodies. Its sixth installment, <laughs> is, Ghost Dimensions, is not better than Warm Okay, Warm but Bodies. hold on. Okay, below Mordecai, just in case. Okay. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Which I haven't seen. No. It's uh, pretty terrible. Uh, that's a bad movie. Yeah. And then there's Return to Nukem <clears throat> High, Volume like, 1. So the reason I'm putting it above Mordecai Yep. Scott, because I know that you're like the. Defender I like it. I, I know you're the defender of Mordecai. Like I didn't know there was a sixth Paranormal Activities film, uh-huh. and we found out that there was a sixth Paranormal Activity at about one o'clock in the morning at Hatters. Yeah. And your reaction wasn't why? No, the reaction was I was hanging out with Andrew and our wives, and we were like, "Let us immediately go home and watch Paranormal Activity." We were with people, and we were like, "We need to go." <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, why? We're going to go watch the sixth Paranormal Activity. And they were like, that's a good reason. I'm like, fucking right? Yeah. So, like, I was, like, pumped for it. And it delivered exactly what I wanted, which was a new Paranormal Activities movie. So, I don't think you were that excited to watch Mordecai. No, I won free passes. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I they, was, did, they, gave me a nice, they gave me a nice plastic cup that has a mustache on it, though. Nice. That's a nice. It's okay, a was it better though. than a Mordecai cup with a mustache on it? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. then definitely and, uh, not I better think than Warm Bodies. Is yeah. a little bit, little bit clever. Uh, the original Paranormal Activities, I think we'd have a lot more. I actually would put that one up pretty high. Like yeah, it, yeah. it's like 
almost in a similar space to um, uh, the the uh, Blair Witch Project, which yeah. was like yeah, pretty yeah. clever, did its job, yeah, was yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's like impact Oof. kind of outweighs its actual execution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no, I saw the first Paranormal Activity. And I really like the Blair Witch Project much better than that movie. Well, I think the Blair Witch be, Project is better. It than was Blair way Witch. better because it did the same thing like ten years earlier. Well, right? we'll get into that on our horror special. Yeah. All that and more, maybe in an episode in October. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Nine to Five Entertainment System, everybody. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.